Don't you worry about a thing As long as you're here in my arms You'll be safe from any harm Oh baby You're my little one I'll always keep you next to me My love for you will never come undone This chemistry That lies between You and me That you're the only one for me Oh, can't you feel my love? This chemistry That lies between you and me Is all I'll ever to our next edition of the Mike Kira Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ecoe, Florida. If it's happening in Ecoe, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined by a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Mr. Ben Torres. And Ben, it's a pleasure on you to join us today. Tell us all about your music. And first of all, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and where your love and passion for music comes from? 
Well, uh, my love and passion for music has started from a really, really young age. I was nine years old when I first began playing music. I got a Fender Stratocaster, so a blue one, and I was really, you know, grateful for that. But it's kind of like it took me a while to get into it because I couldn't really get, you know, my chops and finger, you know, fingers moving. But once I actually started to learn like famous songs from like famous rock artists, you know, like Led Zeppelin and ACDC and all those really talented artists, um, I started to get into it a lot more. And that's how it that's how it all started. I started practicing in uh, after school, like six to seven hours a day, staying up all night. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a um, it was really good therapy, you know, for me. So and then my love for songwriting started at the age of 13 or 14 and ever since then i started to just begin writing and beginning finding my sound so and speaking ben of your sound how do you kind of describe your sound pop rock or a little bit of everything or yeah i love it when people ask me this because it's quite a unique answer i have i have i i think i have like a mixture of it's in a way it's a little bit of art like r&b and right. a little jazz influence yeah. and i incorporate it to funk rock music so that's kind of like where my niche is i have a lot of inspirations like for example one is 311 and they they kind of like mix rap hard rock metal and uh like jazz together so like fusion so to me like i gained a lot of influence from them and I incorporated a lot of like different jazz chords into my songs uh, and put them into like a uh, kind of like funk, you know, manner, which which is something I like. It's something a lot of more musicians have done since the 90s. So, again, like a couple of my influences are John Mayer, 311, the Chili Peppers. I'm a big 90s guy, so... <laughs> And uh, so for you, uh, Ben, where does inspiration come from to write a good song? I mean, is it about your personal experiences or I mean, where where does that where does you, you get that ultimate inspiration? Well, um, I always, I stand by this uh, quote like I, I, I forgot exactly who said it, but I think it was a producer that I was working one day with one day and he was just like, try to find inspiration in everything right. and i mean everything so like you know it could be as simple as an object or uh as simple as some quote you hear that i get inspiration from but i find that probably the number one thing i gain inspiration from is people uh like my loved ones my friends my family nearly every single song i've written i actually think probably 90 percent of them is uh, influenced by a person and something I learned from them or something, you know, about them. So, yeah, I, I would definitely say, like, you know, it's funny. I like I have all these different songs. When I think when I play this song, I'm always, I try to think of that person, you know, while I'm playing it. So that's where that's where I, I would definitely say that's where my most influence comes from. And you mentioned, Ben, that you've been songwriting, you know, since 13. Do you feel that your songwriting style has changed any or is it, is, is it more matured? Or? Oh, yeah, it's way more mature, along with like my skill sets as a guitarist and as a singer. You know, you it's songwriting is just like anything else. You constantly, 
you, you get better at it and you find different ways to like you know express your art form I would have to say uh, it's definitely changed but songwriting is as simple as people people are constantly changing you know throughout time you there's never a day where you're not learning something new or changing in some type of way or at least striving to so you mentioned we'll talk about uh, you know these songs that you've got about uh, 30 songs that you perform then is that right uh perform those are those are I've written about thirty to forty songs. Original um, songs, yeah, you original perform. songs, yeah. But when it comes to playing out, everyone loves covers. So you know, everyone, you know, Freebird. That's what you hear every time you perform at a bar. So I, 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 I don't know how many songs that I have under my belt, but I definitely it's hundreds. You know, hundreds, two hundred, three hundred. But um, just because it's good to, you know play covers especially in a commercial place like in Orlando uh, a lot of the bars and a lot of the places aren't they don't stress original music as much as like for example like Los Angeles in Orlando and I don't that's one if if there was one thing I could change about Orlando it'd probably be be that but you know when you play as a solo act or you play as a band uh, covers help people relate you know, because they, they know that melody, they know those lyrics, they know those chords. So, yeah, I perform hundreds of songs out, but original songs, I have about 30 or 40. And Ben, I uh, just wanted to mention again, more free publicity for Orlando Brewing. But Orlando Brewing, besides being a brewery, they have an all-original showcase. They only allow original music. So that might be something to look into because you mentioned you get 30 songs there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that might be something to look into. Well, I've played there about three or four times. Oh, so you're already yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to get myself as familiar as I can with all the venues around me, you know. So that was definitely when I heard they did all original music. Um, that was That was like a go-to place for me. So great beer too <laughs> right yeah, yeah definitely uh so for you uh, ben how long i mean i know it varies but i mean are you the type of person that likes to spend a lot of time right writing a, a song all at once or you try to spread it out or you say like i've had en- enough of this let's take a break or how, do, how does the, the, you know your style work you know i think you asked uh three different ways to write a song and I do all three of them. So, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's like really you know, it's some songs come out in the night. Some songs come out in months, some songs come out in years. It, it was amazing because one of the first progressions I ever written uh uh I have ever written on a guitar was like just a simple like 4 to 1 progression, you know, that just was reoccurring and reoccurring throughout the song. But it was a progression I always liked. It was in a key that I liked. I felt like I could write melodies on it. And it's crazy. I actually just picked up that song um, a, like a couple months ago and finished it. And it's like, even though it was one of my favorite songs, or excuse me, even though it was uh, one of the first song like chord progressions I have, I've ever written, it's definitely my most mature song now. Even though that was the first, th- the first time I ever played it was like, Wow, like five, six years ago. So 
I technically I've been writing that song for five or six years, but it just really came into fruition in like life uh, as of recently. So it's it could be a night, it could be months, it could be years. It doesn't really matter to me, you know. But there comes a point where you you're playing and you you realize that you're at a roadblock, and that's when to move on to that. For me, that's when you should move on to something different. So it varies. You know, I try to write songs as as quick as I can, but sometimes they don't come out, and sometimes they do. I don't think uh, I think writing just comes to you naturally. You have to work for it, then you have to be, you know, write the lyrics. You have to write the progressions. But I think music is such a spiritual thing that it'll just come to you eventually if you keep trying. And I mean, for you, Ben, do you, you know, have your phone? Do you write down the, the, the you know, the, ly- the lyrics right away? I mean, you feel like if you get them right away, it, you know, it's it's a better song rather than going back. What what did I, what was I trying to write last Tuesday? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I write down everything and I write down too much. <laughs> this is a great question because I can talk a lot about it. But uh, I have about... At least 6,000 recordings on my phone. So, and they're all, it's it's interesting because, like, it'll be just one little, like, guitar part. And then that next recording, I'll just elaborate on that guitar part. So, I'll, like, I'll, I'll be recording the same thing, but with a little something different, you know. And with lyrics, I've, uh, I always write them on my phone. I have about at least 500 to 600 different notes on my phone so i hoard it's not good <laughs> like i i put too much um i build too much content and uh i i write too much and like I, well, I don't write too much but i just i gather too much it's like clutter but you know you got to find a balance with it you got to realize like is this bettering you or is this going to turn into something but yeah i always record i'm also studying audio engineering in valencia so i've been recording on my computer and in my studio a lot more recently but yep i uh, i'm always gathering content there's nothing wrong with that but too much is <laughs> can be a little excessive <laughs> yeah and, uh, exactly and you mentioned ben that you know you're into audio engineering you know you you get the you know these probably higher quality demos i mean does that help when you when the technology is more solid to get an idea of the the song rather than kind of like a scratch track or you with your little tape recorder and a guitar or something yeah uh, it definitely helps i would uh say that technology has really benefited benefited the music industry in that way uh i think sometimes simplicity is best i'm a minimalist when it comes to recording audio but um recording like on like programs such as logic and pro tools and whatever like they're just creation stations you know you can really uh you can use loops you can use it's like it's just so limitless and we take advantage of it so much nowadays of recording audio because just a hundred years ago you know you can do it so (laughs) but it's definitely it definitely helps bring your art to life you got you get to see a clearer picture of it rather than just a recording on a phone so i mean for you is that the way you start the songwriting process is to you know get the lyrics down on a a guitar is electric guitar acoustic guitar or Uh, i started my love for guitar started with electric i was playing electric all the time but uh I bought an acoustic guitar about three years oh. after um, I started playing, 
And I've recently been writing more like, it's interesting, more of the lead uh, instrumental parts on the electric guitar and more of the chords and the progressions and like the the structure of the song on the acoustic. So I vary, but um, definitely when I'm playing like solo, I do acoustic and vocals. And I also do electric sometimes with tracks, but you know, I, I, I usually, I prefer being organic and having a natural, everything's live type sound. Okay, uh, man, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is a great uh, singer-songwriter, musician-performer, Ben Torres. You're listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening at Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. It crushes me to see A loves one go through misery By letting the thoughts of what could have been Get so deep under their skin They trap themselves in a made-up cage Then proceed to throw Oh, 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 when I 
welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. If it's happening in Ocoee, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined once again by a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Mr. Ben Torres. And Ben, it's a pleasure, honor you could join me today and uh, now we want to we've been talking all about your music and now we want to talk about some of the songs and the first song we have here is called chemistry why don't you tell us a little bit about this song here chemistry is uh that was a very that was one of those songs that came out really quick that we were talking about earlier uh chemistry definitely has a very interesting feel to it it has uh Kind of like a 1950s type vibe. It um, is very. It's definitely got a. It's a, got a very big swing to it, but it's it's honestly all about love, and it's one of the only songs I've written truly about love. A lot of the songs I like to write are about real life situations outside of love, but this one was um, actually the way. It's funny. Is it the way I asked out my first girlfriend. <laughs> so, like that's kind of like a aw, touchy feely moment. But I thought it was good because it was one of those songs that I really, really liked her at the time, and uh, that kind of just showed in the song. It just came out really, really quick. You know, like it just like within a day, I was I had it written and I was ready to ask her out and it was cool because it was like it was like the end goal so I immediately that's what influenced me to write it so quickly but it's definitely it's quickly turned into one of my favorite songs that I've ever written so okay and the other song we have here is the life we're given is that it mm-hmm. yeah that's it <laughs> oh, so why don't you, you tell it. us a little bit about about this song the life we're given is about uh, one of my friends who had a lot going has still has a lot going for them but they just couldn't really seem to get out of their past and they had a rough childhood a rough startup and they seemed to let that get in the way of their like future decisions you know before like they were too scared to move on from what has happened to them from their childhood and that's something like you know i took what i saw in her and i thought wow like you know this is some this is a something that happens to a lot of people that i know i see a lot of people afraid to make decisions afraid to do certain things because of uh something that happened and occurred in their life so this song was my way of saying that well the course says uh, the path we envision lies concealed and hidden when our thoughts take away from the life we're given, which just means that uh, if we let our past take control of our present, then uh, we are, we're unable to like live our lives to the fullest. Oh, so you, so you mentioned those two songs. Now, is there any other songs that you're working on or planning on recording sooner? I've actually got three others recorded, and I'm going to be releasing them on an EP uh, soon. So I wish I had it with me right now, but it's it's been a long production, and it's been a good one. And it's going to take some time to release. I want some marketing 
uh, some good management before I release it to the public, but it's got five songs on it, including the two that we talked about, and it's something I'm really proud of, so I'm really excited to release it. And then is the goal then to release an LP then in the future with more songs? or? Well, definitely I want to release an LP as of later, right. you know, like uh, any time in the future, but it's... It costs it costs a lot of money, you know, to record it to the way that I want, and it takes a lot of time. So, uh, I think this would be like the best way to kickstart my career, you know. So, uh, those are the five songs out of the. I'm a perfectionist. Those are the five songs out of the forty that I am most proud of. So, those are the ones I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to get the best of myself in a single single EP and shoot for the stars. So then an ultimate goal is to get all 40 recorded someday <laughs> in the future. You want to write maybe new songs before that? or Yeah, sure. But, you know, it's not every song uh, you write needs to be recorded. Right. You yeah. know, so I just uh, I need to feel a strong emotional connection to them. And I need to be proud of them before I release them. So. Oh, okay. So speaking of, you know, uh, songs, uh, is there a point, like, when you're performing, and we'll talk about some of the places you perform, where you, like, will come up with, you know, a new song or premiere a new new song, or even though you've got 40 or... <laughs> I mean, do you, I mean, you you want to you get this new song and, and then you per, premiere it sometimes at a show or what? Yeah, I mean, all, all the time. It's it's interesting because I go through this like emotional like question like, is this song ready for me yeah, to perform? Yeah. But then like, it's 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 crazy because there's a couple of times where I've been where I, where I ask myself that question, and then after I say you know whatever let's just do it i feel a lot more emotionally connected to this song when i'm performing it in front of people and even like while i'm playing the chords and singing the lyrics and singing the melody live i kind of i see what the crowd you know interacts with and relates to and i try to i go back home that night and i think like Okay, what what parts worked out live tonight? What parts didn't? And then after that, I elaborate on the song even more. So it's a good test. It's like almost like a test run when I perform or premiere songs live that I've never done, you know, done before. And speaking about, you know, performing, tell us about, you know, some of the places you mentioned that you've been at Orlando Brewing for, you know, three three times. Uh, tell us about some of the other places you perform. I've performed at a lot of places. Uh I've performed as, at weddings, <laughs> at uh, at big venues, at small little private parties. It really, like, you know, I, I just love playing music, so I'll perform out basically anywhere if it's, you know, if it's worth the occasion. See, uh, I've performed three times at the House of Blues uh, on the main stage. I've performed multiple times on the main stage at the Hard Rock in Tampa. I've opened for the Little River Band, which oh, was... Oh, yeah, which we was, know that. Yeah, yeah, which was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. That was in Palm Coast. But I would say those are probably uh, my the three biggest uh, venues or areas that I've, been play- that I've played at in my my career but uh i opened also for um i opened for a pretty big act aaron carter in uh oh yeah, yeah i remember yeah, him too yeah. in um 
in Tampa at the Crowbar, so that was a great experience too. But I need to be opening for the Chili Peppers. <laughs> That's my next goal. <laughs> so I. I'm trying my best to get my name out there through shows, and that's usually that's the best way to do it nowadays. And for you, Ben, so you're kind of based as far as performing. You mentioned Tampa, you know, Central Florida. I mean, you you kind of there in in the state of Florida, or you have a chance to perform in other states, or I um I don't think I've have I perform have I performed in other states. Uh, that's a question I should know, <laughs> or I should have an answer to. You know, you know, it's funny. I'm sure I have, <laughs> but um, I've made. I've mainly right. my main shows are in Florida, but I've signed up to do like multiple. Like recently, I've been trying to branch out a little bit. But to me, like the best way to get your name out there is to have very loyal fans at home. You know, because you have to you have to start somewhere, and I'm starting to gain that fan base a lot more so i think it's it's going to be good for me to it's it's a, almost time for me to reach out to like touring and going to other places too so and ben let's talk about kind of your your setup now do you perform solo or do you have a band or both or i do both yeah <laughs> you got to nowadays so i do acoustic solo acts and i sing and when I perform with my band, it's pretty high energy, you know, funk music. I have a horn section, so you know, yeah, uh, it's kind of like very Dave Matthews influenced the setup of my band. So it's not necessarily ex- very similar to Dave Matthews music. It's more like Dave Matthews instrumentation with the Chili Peppers yeah. energy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I do I do it all when I performed out at Orlando Brewing. Uh, twice were acoustic and once was with my band. So it really just varies, varies on the type of uh, way I'm feeling. <laughs> and I mean, is there a situation, Ben, where where v- particular venues will say, "Now we're looking for a band, we're looking for an acoustic," and then your decision's made for yeah, you? Ab- oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, people, a lot of venues know exactly what they want. Right. And a lot of venues don't. So it, it gives me a little bit of liberty. But at the same time, uh, definitely if there's a higher energy crowd and it's at a bigger venue, then I'm going to definitely go full in with the band. And then at like I've played at places like really small, intimate, lounge, like wine lounges that want a little bit more like the jazzy side. But as a guitarist and a musician, I've trained myself to know as many genres as I can from jazz to rock fusion all those kinds of things yeah man i know how kind of some of those lounges work is you know very mellow so they might not appreciate as much as your your rock chili peppers dave matthews yeah set. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah yeah exactly that's exactly how it is <laughs> so uh, you meant you mentioned all these uh, different venue venues and you you've got a very impressive uh, resume and my question was going to be is there any place that you haven't performed that you'd like to but it seems like you've performed just about uh, anywhere there's got to be one place still uh, i would like to perform at the hard rock in orlando i think that would be a really good place to perform that i haven't yet i would like to perform at a lot of the different uh music festivals that are around here i've done the winter garden music festival but i would like to do i mean 
I'd like to do the big ones like uh, like Lollapalooza, Coachella. Those are outside of Florida, but um, I would also like to do Okeechobee Music Festival. A lot of my friends go to it, so I know a lot of them would be there to support me. And it's just a crazy atmosphere too. I think it would be somewhere that I thrived pretty well. So. And with uh, Winter Garden Festival, I, I have to ask, because they do both, was that acoustic or the band then? Um, one time I did it acoustically, and then the other time I did it with um, another local singer-songwriter around here, okay. Liza Morales. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. No. Maybe you should get her on the show. Her here. Here. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a talent. So you also can do a, a duo. So, but so basically, you could probably work it if people want to say, "Hey, I want to, I want a trio, I want a duo, I, you know, I, I want a guy and a girl." I mean, you probably could work out all that. I mean, yeah, and it's just a matter of me being having uh, me gigging for right. so long. You know, I've been gigging for like seven or eight years. You know, so I've met a lot of different people that way, and. Uh, I know a lot of different musicians that are good in specific areas. So if they're looking for a duo, a trio, or like jazz, rock, anything, yeah, I could probably get it together. And it's easier, like, it's hard, for me, it's harder to sing, like, those, all those different genres. But to play on the guitar, it's a little bit easier because I've been doing it for so long. And, you know, you don't have to adjust your tone as much as a singer. So I can play, I mean... Just tell me what to play <laughs> on the guitar, and I'll get something together for you. <laughs> okay, uh, Ben, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back for our last segment. My guest today is a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Ben Torres. You're listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place, Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. If it's happening at Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place, and please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show. The Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place, Restaurant Sports Bar 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. If it's happening in Ocoee, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined once again by a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Mr. Ben Torres. And Ben, pleasure on you could join me uh, today. And we've been talking all about the music. We've been talking all about places you perform but for those of our uh, listeners that want to catch you at a live show i understand you have a few dates coming up yes i should be having a few dates that are yet to be posted on uh at the ash tap room i don't know if you've ever been to that place but no, it's it's yet. great yeah you should go it's a it's a cigar shop but it's they have a full bar but it's just like the the venue is just great and the the atmosphere and the people are great too but june 22nd i'm going to be definitely playing at yellow dog eats from 6 to 9 p.m. so that's another one of my favorite venues to play at and i should be having more gigs scheduled uh soon but it's just been it it's been less of because of school recently my audio engineer, engineering degree has taken up some uh, some of my time but there should be more and I'm also recording so I'm not, it's like weird like because if you're a musician you're either doing one or the other a lot of the times like same with big bands you know when they're touring uh, they're focusing on touring and when they're recording they're focusing on recording but once this album's out there's going to be shows all the time <laughs> so, but as of right now the only one I have 
for sure confirmed is Yellow Dog Eats on June 22nd, 6 to 9 p.m. But that should definitely be a fun one. So <laughs> so no show for the 4th of July yet. Because that'd be a good time to see you. It would be a great time to see me. But um, it would be a great time for me, too. I had the funniest New Year's Eve gig in my entire life. It was amazing. <laughs> but, like, but, yeah, hopefully I'll get – I'm pretty sure I, I'll get uh, booked then. So we'll see. Uh, but you can keep up on all my shows and updated on all of them at bentoursmusic.com or bentoursmusic on Facebook or Instagram. I'm always posting about them. And speaking of that, that's a good good segue. Uh, you mentioned your website. You me- mentioned uh, Facebook. And uh, now with this Facebook Live, do you do a lot of that? or? Um, I'm trying to do more of it because it's, what, it's what's hot right now because they kind of feel like you're, they're – they're at this interview you know everyone that's watching is right, like, they yeah. feel like they're here with us so I, I i really love that feature uh so i'm trying to make use of it more when i'm trying to make a big announcement on something i always go live and you know people it grasps their attention a little bit more so i'm getting better at it <laughs> let's just say that so sometimes i'll sit back and i'll play a few songs for some of my followers and fans live so but at the Ben Torres Music fan page, uh, I do that. So, and I try to keep my my followers updated on everything I'm doing. And I think we mentioned that you now have a music video on your YouTube page or channel. Or yes, sir. This is one. This is a great talking point. That is definitely one of the. That's the biggest production that I've ever done, probably. And I did it with a company called Diamond View Studios in Tampa, Florida. So. That was an incredible experience, but it was for the song, the single, The Life Forgiven, and we recorded it in three different areas. We recorded it at an amazing park on top of a rooftop, and we also recorded it in their studio that resides in Tampa, and it was it was just an incredible experience. But you can look it up by typing in The Life Forgiven by Ben Torres on YouTube. Or you can find the links to it on my Instagram or Twitter. So, And Ben, do you do a lot of uh, tweeting? or uh, I, eh, <laughs> Here and there. You know, Twitter, is, Twitter to me is not the best social media outlet for musicians. It's good. but And it's important that you stay updated with your followers. But... Uh, I do tweet. I do tweet as much as I can, and I post. I post a lot of videos of me speaking of covers. I post a lot of videos of me playing covers on my Twitter, my Instagram, and my Facebook. And Ben, is there a certain way you decide that to do these covers, whether it's you know Facebook, YouTube, or or in performances? I mean, these are songs that you enjoy, or does somebody say, "Hey, Ben, you should cover this"? Or how does that work? It's. I would have to say it's both. You know, sometimes I play a little bit more of the songs that I enjoy than right, that other people yeah. enjoy. <laughs> it's a it's a balance, and it's kind of hard to find it. But um, you know. You got to stay if you if you want your name to be out there you got to stay updated on what's hot you know like you got to take away that ego for one second and learn one the newest song that everyone's talking about and you know what it can help if they if they hear that then they'll listen to your originals more you know so uh it's but it's both I I always I always try to keep you know my fans happy and I try to keep myself happy and it's possible you know you can do both 
So I strive to do that. <laughs> and uh, Ben, er- earlier you were saying you get all sorts of uh, requests and, you know, people would shout out free bird. But now the question <laughs> is, do you do it or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It depends. Like at the Ash Tap Room, these people, oh, my gosh, they were not afraid. <laughs> to, to, the more they drank, they were just like, do this song. Do this song, do this song, and luckily I knew almost every song they suggested, so that was a, that was like a perfect night for me. But yeah, I I do as many. Uh, I tell the crowd if uh, if you guys have any suggestions, feel free to suggest it. You know, but again, a lot of people have the misconception that musician musicians are just jukeboxes, <laughs> and they know every single song, and they can do a song at will, uh, but. That's not something I can do. Uh, I don't think any other musician in the world can do it either. But uh, sometimes I will print out songs I know people like, and I'll know the melody, but I'll I'll literally just sight read it live, like the chords with the lyrics and with the melody, because since I know the melody, that's the most important part. That's what the you know people sing to, and it works. You know, it's uh and. A lot of professionals do it. So, <laughs> and you, you you mentioned about uh, performing a New Year's. Does that mean they want you to play Old Lang Syne or some of these seasonal songs or Happy well, Birthday? This, this was like this is going to be the best part of the interview right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because uh, I had the most interesting New Year's Eve night. Uh, I played at a country club in right. Claremont, and it was like. I was expecting everyone to like it to be a really fancy uptight, you know, type of venue. Right. But this was one of the times where the venue did not make it clear what they wanted. They told us that they booked us through I was playing with this other band that played southern rock, uh like kind of country music, and they just booked us as that and they said they wanted upbeat music to get people like going and we're like, "Okay, so we were playing a lot of Leonard Skinner, you know, southern rock, like music like that because that's what we were asked to do." But when we got there, everyone was 75 plus. <laughs> so, like, so like they were expecting music from the 1930s 40s like and like 50s like songs we just did not know and like it's it was it was crazy because the second we um the second we went on a break and plugged in my iphone and we played music from that time that's when they started enjoying their night <laughs> it was the most- it was literally the most like awful but most memorable New Year's Eve and the most safe New Year's Eve I'll probably ever have. But it was it was it was worth the memory. But yeah, that's like again, it's it's important that a venue informs their musician like I want specifically this. We want these kinds of music, and that's what that's what went wrong with that show. But uh, yeah, uh, other New Year's Eve gigs I played. Yeah, they asked for those types of songs you asked for, and you know. Uh, try to I do my best to satisfy everyone in the crowd. Okay, um, uh, Ben, we really appreciate your time. We appreciate the uh, m- music, and if people want to find out more about you or say how great the music is, they can contact you at your website. Or what's the best way to contact? The you? best way to contact me for uh, bookings is at con- uh, contact at bentorsmusic dot com. But you know. 
if you want to just stay updated with me, you can go to bentorsmusic.com. You can go to Ben Torres Music on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter. And you can also go to Ben Torres Music on YouTube to see any of the covers that I've been releasing recently. But I would definitely like to thank you so much for having me on the show. It was a pleasure. Okay, that's that's great. Uh, ben, really appreciate it. And any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Um... I have a lot of music coming up. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really, really exciting to release, and I'm gonna be playing more shows uh, to release it um, and advertise for it. And I'm also going to be releasing, possibly, possibly, maybe not, a new music video for one of the singles that are gonna be on the record. So uh, there's a lot of new exciting things coming out, and just stay updated on my page, and I'll uh, keep everyone updated. But again. It's it's going to be, I think it's going to be the most exciting year of my musical life. Okay, that sounds great. My guest has been Ben Torres, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You've been listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place, Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And if it's happening, Ocoee is happening at Frank's Place. And please catch us again next time.